1: You are listening
0: to KC Sports Network, proudly
1: presented by m Prize Bank. Coming up, the latest in Kansas City soccer coverage from KCSN. Featuring no other pod with Jimmy Mack and Daniel Kuser. Currently with Daniel Kuser and Chris Wright. And Soccer Talks with Ali Trost-Martin. KC Sports Network is your new go-to for Kansas City soccer coverage. Make sure to hit that follow button so you don't miss anything. And now, let's get to it. What's going
2: on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod, another victory pod, our fifth since the start of May. Because suddenly, Ford and Kansas City is a good soccer team. I am, uh, I'm Jimmy. He's Dan. What's
3: going on, my friend? How you doing? Uh, I, it's, I, it's baffling, really. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know how to act anymore, man. I don't know. Uh, it's time to just accept. That like you, you asked the question, are we good now or are we just not bad now? I tried to, I tried to ask uh,
2: extra time to see if they'd talk about us. And of course they didn't talk about us. They spent 30 minutes talking about Messi,
3: but. You listened today. You listened to them. Mm -hmm. I did as well. And then at the end they were like, oh, well, we didn't talk. We said we were going to deep dive into sporting, but we'll do it on, on Thursday. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, sure you will.
2: Yeah. Until spend another it's, 30 minutes talking about Messi, since it's Messi League Soccer now. So
3: it's Messi League Soccer, and it is what it is. Cause that, hey, we haven't gotten a chance to even discuss that at no, all on here. I'm sure we'll, I'm sure we'll touch on it as everyone bit. else, everyone else is, uh, you know, coming to fruition just about the news. They're just, everyone's so horny for Messi. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, uh, I mean, I get it, but also it's like, let's,
2: if you go on major league soccer, you wouldn't realize that any sort of games were actually played in the past week because the top five articles are all about Messi. So
3: I know, dude, but sporting's over here dropping handfuls of goals yeah. every freaking game. That yeah. you know, what makes me the most mad about that fact though is mm. that we still lost four nil to St. Louis. Oh, like, I know I
2: we're know.
3: dropping four goals on Austin and then we go up to St. Louis and just get embarrassed.
2: But I mean, mad. I, I, so. I'm, I'm making myself feel a little bit better here, but if you think back to the St. Louis game, I don't think it was actually a four zero game. Like there were a couple of things where like questionable penalty call that kind of opened the floodgates
3: turnovers Kent,
2: Kent turnovers. Kendall Macintosh doesn't save a shot that he probably should have saved. So it was closer than four zero. Now, right. if you look at now St. We... Louis this week, you know, Nicholas Giacchini's doing goals that you can try a thousand times. And you're like, if you're going to score it once, True. but,
3: <laughs> now we're I gotta say, we're not scoring goals because of people's mistakes. No. We're creating some shit, folks. Yes. We're we're scoring four goals on a mm-hmm. f- high caliber goalkeeper yes. in Brad Stuber uh for Austin. Yes. Brad Stuber, right? Stuver. Stuber. Dude is good. All yes. right. Remember when he came last year and stood on his head and yes. blocked absolutely everything? Yes. Well, we just put four goals by him. Allen gets two. Like I'm just. I don't know how to feel right now, but I'm just like i <laughs> I'm just splurging all this information at you. I I it's it's just so much fun, and I'm having a blasty blast. It is, it is, and we're gonna deep dive
2: into that uh, that game against Austin FC because it's always so much fun. Yeah, to, to toast Austin did we FC. Get, anyone tweet at us? Uh, they did. I didn't tweet at them until after the. I was like, I'm not engaging because they're like, what w- what's a sporting? And did then you after engage? The game. After the game, I was just like, now you know what a sporting is.
3: You just can't help
2: yourself. Yeah. Well, I waited, and it was once. And they were like, well played. So, uh, But before we deep dive into that that game, uh, I do want to let you all know, some of you may have heard about it, but uh, Kansas City Sports Network every year does, uh, well, every year. This is the second annual uh, Tacos and Bourbon Golf Tournament. And it's happening July 29th at the Sunflower Hills Golf Course in Bonner Springs, Kansas. And I don't know if you've ever been to a golf tournament. I actually went to uh, my first one a couple of days ago. And Did uh, you like there's play? food. I didn't play. No, I, yeah. I volunteered at that one. But there's food and there's drinks, and those are going to be provided at this tournament uh, thanks to the sponsors, Holiday Distillery and Mission Tacos. Uh, Mission Taco, excuse me. Uh, there's prizes. There's giveaways. There's a silent auction. One golfer is going to have a shot to sink a shot for $1 million at this golf tournament. (laughs) $1 million. So if y'all are interested in the uh, Tacos and Bourbon Golf Tournament, make sure uh, you click the link in the description, or if you have sponsorship inquiries or other questions, you can contact uh, our buddy Christian Gumminger at kcsnfoundation at gmail.com. Said his name wrong. He's going to be pissed. Oh, shoot. Is it? Oh, no. It's a you blew it, dude.
3: You, this is why you know. This is why I, I'm the superstar around here. I you went know? to a game with him <laughs> at St. Louis,
2: and I I didn't even ask right. him how to pronounce his last name properly.
3: Th- you should be best friends then, and you blew it,
2: I, Christian. <laughs> please accept my <laughs> deepest condolences. You blew it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> hey, are we
3: supposed to go play in this thing? Or are we supposed to sign we up? Can,
2: I don't. I mean, I don't play golf. I think we can be there to help out. I got bad hips, so. so I'm gonna be all upper body. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> Uh, But yeah, check it out. So it should be a good time. Golf tournaments are fun. So go check it out. And uh, Holiday. Holiday Distillery is awesome. Mission Tacos is awesome. So what a way to spend a day. tacos. Mm -mm. So let's deep dive. There's lots to talk about this week. So let's deep dive into this sport in Kansas City versus an Austin FC game. Uh, This was an interesting one just because it's always spicy with Austin. And Austin, they came back down to earth quite a bit this year. Last year, they had their, you know, they exceeded their, Goals to a goal differential to expect a goal differential by like 24 goals or something. It was not sustainable. It's almost as crazy as what St. Louis is doing this year. Also not sustainable. Uh, but Austin came back down to earth this year, but their fans are always spicy. They were tweeting at us before the game and it felt pretty good to go out there. And the game, I would say, was pretty even in the first 15 20 minutes, and, and of course we didn't have our full lineup out there. Johnny Russell still injured, Demilia still injured. We had two center backs starting in uh, Robert Volder and uh, Castellanos, who are not the two first choice center backs. So this was
3: potentially shaky. But dude. that was the most nerve wracking. I was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so our two top center backs they're they're out. That's great. This is going to go well.
2: Yeah. yeah. And uh, Tim Leibold hadn't gone the full 90 in weeks, if. <laughs> ever for a sport in kansas city because he wasn't at full fitness and uh, we didn't have a backup left back because logan and denbe was out for this game so i was watching Liebold and warm-ups and the first 20 minutes or so and i was like you can kind of tell he's not fully fit yet he he went uh almost the full 90 but yeah. uh, there there were some concerns for me and ended up for being whole- unfounded Oh, so. oh,
3: at the beginning you had concerns. I was like, still? The man played oh, very well. Now. Before, as I'm watching the... War- you know yeah. how they do
2: the, the starting 11, does the warm-ups over by the Bud Light corner? And, sure. Uh, he seemed like he was doing it at like 70%. Everybody else yeah. was doing the warm-ups at 100%. And
3: he seemed like he was like, I'm still I'm still getting into So I was like, okay. We'll see. Trying to save see. himself for the game. I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe everyone should get on that bulb warm-up, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, I mean, you look at... What this lineup could do. My favorite part about where Sporting's at right now is you have four quality starting midfielder candidates between Eric, Tommy, Nemanja Radović, Remy Voltaire, and Gadi Kinda.
3: It's insane. I don't understand. I, I when I'm thinking like, oh, no, Gadi Kinda. Are we gonna see Gadi Kinda? Like it turns out, it didn't really matter. Right. Uh, just our lineups are weird, but it's working right now. <laughs> it's yeah. working.
2: Yeah, it's about to get more weird with Marino Janis out on international duty for a couple of games, which we'll
3: talk about. But Marinos will be out, but I mean, then you got LAFC coming to town who's not doing great right now. A little, little bit of a struggle on their situation, but I'm just, I'm on cloud nine, dude. It is fun to celebrate goals in Children's Mercy Park, and it's it more fun to celebrate four of them. I do not get sick of their freaking, uh, oh my God, that song from the Bingo Players. Is that who that is? Uh, I don't know. Okay, it's called. I think it's called "Get Up" from the Bingo yes. Players, uh-huh. and it's uh, you know what I'm talking about. They're just yeah. like "Get Up,"
1: <laughs> it's
2: so good. It's just, I mean, Children's Mercy Park is a fun place to be right now, and Oof. you know this. I have, like I said, I was a little nervous looking at the lineup, but you know, the first. 20 minutes or so, it, it looked pretty even. Now, what's wild is if you look at this was like almost the anti-Sporting game. If you look at the history of Sporting KC performances uh, in terms of statistics, uh, possession went 64% to 36% in favor of Austin FC. They severely outpossessed Sporting Kansas City. Shots were about even. Sporting Kansas City had one more shot. Uh, shots on goal were heavily in Sporting's favor, six to two. But how many times have we looked at the the stats after a game and been like, Sporting had sixty or sixty five percent possession and they had thirty more shots than the other team and it was a one one draw, and this yeah. is just the total opposite where it's like we smoked them four to one, we just were confident in the possession that we had and we were clinical in the finishing, so uh,
3: clinical in the finishing, uh, dude. Highlights for me, I mean, all the goals were highlights honestly because for one. Your striker's getting two goals. Great. You mm-hmm. love to see it. But then, uh, hell, well, who's that? Is that Robert Castellanos <laughs> scoring <laughs> scoring a goal that no player on the field has any business scoring from that angle? Yeah. And and then, then Kyrie Shelton gets his goal. Just kidding. Called offsides. Oof. Oh, and he's like, offsides, you say? Let me score anyways. Yeah. Just unbelievable time, man. I'm still on cloud nine about it.
2: And I want to talk about Kyrie a little bit more specifically in just a little bit. But let's go through some of the specifics of, of these goals. Like I said, it was pretty even in the first 20 minutes. Austin actually had a couple chances they didn't capitalize on. Uh, but in, in the 19th minute, uh, this starts with Marino uh, Eljanice, uh is, is passing the ball around. Who finds Voltaire? Then Tim Leibold. Liebold has this absolutely gorgeous touch chip. Where he finds uh, Castellanos. And I'm going to give Castellanos credit and say he knows exactly what he's doing here. Um, what I didn't realize until watching this uh, on replay, I don't think Castellanos intended to lay this back to Alan Polito. He well, heads the ball onto frame, I think. And what I didn't catch live is there's an Austin defender's hand who's up in the air and it bounces off his hand and back to Polito which I didn't realize unless you watch the broadcast angle at MLS has, which makes a lot more sense because if you look at what sporting put up on their social media, you see the ball headed back. And before Polito's anywhere near it, Daniel Shalloway throws his arms up. And I thought this dude was celebrating a full three seconds before Polito took the shot. Cause he was so confident in Polito oh, scoring.
3: I now know he was ball. shouting for a handball, <laughs> but so that, uh, it
2: would have been called a handball
3: had he not scored. So we would have had a penalty. Probably, but Polito leaves no doubt he finishes, and uh, he had to come back for that goal and kind of t- torque his body around to slot that home. Like it, it wasn't an easy shot to get.
2: No, he was he was going away from goal, and you're
3: absolutely yeah. right. He has to
2: turn himself and get his hips turned to such a point that he not only puts it on frame, he puts it on frame in the right position with enough power to get it past Stuver. Yeah. So it was. And I uh, think
3: you know Castellanos. I, I think he was just trying to headed into a dangerous position like yes. maybe it that's one of those things put it in put it in a spot and yes. hopefully someone's there
2: yes 100 he i'm I'm not blaming him by any means he did the absolute right thing i Why just thought this was
3: the greatest game ever robert castellanos <laughs> i'm just like this man is great on both sides of the ball right now
2: yeah no he was he was in form um and i i thought it was a, a gorgeous training ground goal from liable to castellanos back to pleto turns out not yeah. quite that but hey not taking anything away, twentieth uh, minute. That was the, the the goal that sort of opened uh, the scoring for the game. And then you go into halftime. You're up one zero. You're feeling pretty good. I had no it's reason fine. to to doubt this game. I'm feeling happy at halftime. So yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, I one nil. It's like okay, fine, cool. But I'm a little still a little nervous about it, dude. Because like you said, they had the ball the whole time and mm-hmm. they were coming. They were they were still putting things together, so it was it was a little nerve-wracking. You kind of knew you needed a goal or or, or two.
2: Yeah, you, you figured there was something else that probably had to come, and it did not take long because in the 47th minute, uh, Eric Tommy has a, a set piece in a dangerous spot. He fires it in, a really good set piece. Polito tries to tap it in, doesn't really get it, and then Robert Castellanos just finds the ball as it scoots through to the other side of the uh, six-yard line and totally just blast it past stuver with power
3: well that actually looked like Polito was laying it off to castellanos
2: uh well you know what you might be right i just saw another angle as i'm watching the highlight again yeah. and he kind of just like taps it with the side of his foot and now the cynical view of this is he was trying to just touch it past stuver into the net uh if you want to take it as Alan Polito is one of the best soccer players in Major League Soccer and knows exactly what he's doing. He's like, oh, my boy, Robert Castellanos, you know, known goal scorer who scored one goal in the history of his MLS career, is crashing the far post. Let me share the wealth a little bit. I got my goal. Let me lay it out for Robert Castellanos and just get that little assist here so I can secure MLS player of the match day. And that's exactly what he did.
3: Looks gorgeous. It, it looks good. It also looks like a also kind of looks like a miss hit from Allen. Like, he, he didn't mean to, but, you know, did they yeah. give him the assist for that? I, I think it counted, right? It did. I think so. And, you know, if uh, if that it did didn't, It did.
2: Yeah. If that didn't secure player the match day, again, Tim Leibold, this was absolutely gorgeous. A perfectly weighted cross from Tim Leibold in the 57th minute that just goes inches past the outstretched foot of uh Austin FC defender, Alan Pulido, um, again, I don't know if he gets it caught under his feet just a little bit or if he's the most talented soccer player in all of Major League Soccer, including Leo Messi. But he does this weird little sort of back heel touch and then flips it sort of off the outside of his foot, just uh, chipping it over Stuver, 3-0, 57th minute. That Here's was pretty thing. much
3: all she wrote. Here's my thoughts on it. That ball does not get through if it hadn't been raining. The way the ball was flying off the, off the grass and, and slippery ball, slippery feet, you know, slippery shoes. The guy just didn't get it. He probably should have cleared it. And then it ball kind of gets under Allen's feet. And I think he knows that if he scored like that goal, he should have scored with his left. And if you look, he kicks it with his right. Mm -hmm. And, but if he waits to kick it for his left, I think the keeper absolutely smothers that.
2: Oh, he does. I don't and think Stuver did not
3: expect him to chip it off the outside I mean he did a little Chris right there off the outside of his foot dude it happened real fast and I was I saw it in real time and I was just like he probably should have hit that with his left but I'm not <laughs> sure he makes it if he does he's kind of shit. off balance yeah but now very excited we got a lot of goals scored down in that south end where I sit it was a it was a hell of a night
2: we did and now before we get to the Dricy goal and the Kyrie Shelton uh, almost goal, and then the Kyrie Shelton actual goal. I'm gonna ask you a question. Did you see
3: Alan Polito's celebrations after the the both of his goals? Did you see what uh, he did? I mean, I I probably did, but didn't think enough of it to answer your question right now.
2: <laughs> so I didn't pay much attention to what he did after either. I just you know team comes celebrates around him or whatnot, and then I saw a tweet from uh, Leanne who's uh, on Twitter. Uh, oh yeah. One of, one of the listeners, and and she wasn't able to watch the game live, I guess, but she said her son texted her and was like, Alan's celebration must mean he's, he's re-signing or he's coming back because there's all these transfer rumors. And I was like, a lot of them. Yeah, and I was like, I, don't, I didn't see anything that I would interpret it that way, and I, I didn't see many other people interpreting it that way either, but I, I went back just now as we're talking about this, watching the highlights. What he does after both goals, especially after the first one, is he scores – He then pounds the crest on his chest and kind of points like to the field like here. And then after the second goal, he pounds the crest again. And so I was kind of like, hmm, I wonder if that is him just being like, no, I'm a sporting guy.
3: That's interesting.
2: Um... And right before this podcast recorded, broke that Chivas signed another striker.
3: Oh, okay. That's not Alan Polito. Dude, there's some serious... Spanish headlines out there, man, that you mm-hmm. got to get the translator out for because it's uh they're, they're talking about how the Allen thing is very much happening. And if they don't do the transfer, he will leave on a free and, you know, sporting doesn't want to do that. So it's like, I don't I don't know, man, because I I highly I highly expect Peter for to lie to us. I do. <laughs> no. Why would he tell us the truth if it was happening? Why would he tell us that? Why yeah. would he get all the media people and all the fans worked up? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't trust nothing. He's supposed yeah. to say, no, it's not happening. So yeah. at this point, it's like, it's it's still very much good. But I don't know. That's, if we put our tinfoil hats on for a
2: little bit, why would Alan go out of his way to pound the crest twice and then point to the ground like I'm here if he had some yeah. sort of insider knowledge that he was about to leave? If he could just say, I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> <laughs> just doing the you should just tweet
3: out the gif of, of leo in uh, wolf of wall street yeah. oh, man, just um, yells it in spanish and everyone's like translate <laughs> that translate that what's he mean <laughs> yeah it's uh I, I don't know it's just an interesting thing huh, that i'm throwing out there into the ether the fact that no one else saw that uh is interesting but like you just saw that so it's like okay yeah Ma- maybe that's it was- it was subtle. It's very subtle. It's very but, subtle. Everyone does this. Sure. Everyone does this.
2: But you read into it a little bit more when there had these, you know, outrageous headlines. And and when his contract is up at the end of the year, uh, and you know, so. Dude,
3: on since Messi is a very hot topic. I've uh, never heard of him. Never heard of him. Well, let's talk <laughs> about something real fast. Uh, just a quick thing. I noticed one time. I don't know if he does this all the time, but one time I saw him score a goal, and he points to the back of his shirt, his yep. name. He points to his name. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, you cocky son of a bitch. <laughs> like, I don't like that at all. Don't, like, people say you play for the name or the shield, the crest on the front, not the name on the back. Yeah. I I said name on the front, but that would have meant, like, the sponsor. The shield on yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. <laughs> I mean, I play for um, Compass Minerals.
2: I get it to an extent, especially, you know, when there have been some people within the sporting kansas city fan base that have been questioning whether palito was worth the money we spent on them and if you look at just straight up the return based on the amount of time he's played due to injury which isn't necessarily his fault it's a fair question but i think he's probably Ooh. trying to say like hey no i'm i'm him
3: but now he's getting knocked down he's getting hit and stuff and i'm like oh my baby yeah <laughs>
2: Yeah. get so I, worried. I love his game though. He is unlike any other striker in major league soccer because yeah, he's up there playing the true nine position and then suddenly he's like back in the left back spot and he's yeah. then he's dropping into the midfield and he's on the left wing and it he
3: I mean he can play almost any he just drops and is so oh. fluid wherever he is. Fluid. It's quiet. He's not like all over the fucking field zigging and zagging, zigging and zagging, boom, boom. He's mm-hmm. just like, Oh, now he's here. Oh, yeah. but now he's there. And yes. it's just very like smooth how he gets there and how he plays. It's nothing super flashy, yeah. but he is helping this team. And yes. I've never been more excited to like take on the defending champions this weekend, man.
2: Oh, I know. And, well, Ooh. we got we got two more goals that I want to talk about in this game. And, and then I'll, I want to break down a little bit of what happened with Kyrie okay. for, for a minute. You always uh, act like I'm trying to move on. And I'm like, I'm just teasing. These no, are you are teasing. I, I'm trying to set up a wonderful discussion after the break, which we're going to take right now.
1: Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to Indeed data,
1: entertain educate inform kc sports network
3: well jimmy pat say retiring <laughs> is that a real thing it's a real thing bro break breaking right now. news breaking news pat say retiring this is what i do i don't know if you noticed my new thing i come back with non-soccer related stuff when we come back from break <laughs> and uh wheel of fortune won't be the same are you a big wheel of fortune guy no but if it's like on leading into a, a show i watch like yeah. survivor sort of or big brother or something yeah uh i'll watch it and try to play you ever do that where like it announces or it's announced that a show is ending is getting
2: canceled or whatnot and you're like no and then you're like i haven't watched this show in like 10 yeah. years it's just well, i'm like, the it's reason beloved, it's getting canceled.
3: right yeah <laughs> well it's been like what 40 some 40 years or something a long time that's insane uh, yeah. what a hell of a career <laughs> maybe aaron Rodgers will throw his hat in the ring for that
2: game show too
3: aaron Rodgers was at the tony's last night
2: yeah looking terrified for some
3: reason he looks so confused yes because he's like whoa what's all this singing and dancing yeah. nonsense <laughs> probably a little a little too much ayahuasca so dude are <laughs> you watch tony's at all you don't watch that stuff I, I didn't watch them last night no but i had a nacho party and watched the tony's there hell you go. of a time there you go
2: i had a wonderful plate of nachos for lunch that had some spicy corn dip on it so
3: oh there you go i you know i went and saw something rotten in lawrence yesterday don't go see a show that you've Been in because all you do is like (laughs) just compare yourself, yeah, just critique it. It's messed up.
2: Before we get back to the last couple of goals in uh, Sporting Kansas City's uh, win over Austin FC, you mentioned Lionel Messi a little bit, and uh, I I just thought this was funny non sequitur. Do you follow the account Opta Jack? It's like the MLS account for Opta stats.
3: I've seen stuff. I don't know if I follow it, but I've
2: seen it. So they they do this interesting thing where they, they tweet out stats and then they tweet out like one word at the end that sort of like is the theme or summarizes it or whatnot. So it might be like, Sporting Kansas City uh, went five two and one in the month of May and has the most points per game across the league during that stretch. Yeah, uh, and then they might finish it with like rebound or something like okay. that because it's like okay. So they tweeted out after Inter Miami got uh, destroyed. They tweeted, um, Inter-Miami is the fifth team in the post-shootout era since 2000 to lose at least 12 of its first 17 matches of an MLS season. Messy. M-E-S-S-Y was the word they put at the end. And I was like, oh, damn. Got him. I'm just coming with the uh, the timely jokes.
3: I mean, he's going to come in and score some ball or goal, and then they'll lose 4-1 or something, right? Like right. it's And they'll finish 10th. It's just weird. Now, dude, all that talk, too, about it, like – the fact that there's an international break when SKC plays them, right? It's uh that kind of sucks for people going to Miami for that game. Yeah, well, you like, bought your tickets before the tickets really skyrocketed in price. So, well, I did because you never know if you're gonna get the free season ticket member tickets Especially that it's sporting for that gives game. them. Right. So I kind of wanted a backup, and I wish I would have bought them two days earlier, as they were twenty six dollars a piece, bro. Well, oh, that and I been. I I didn't pull the trigger. So then, two days later, the rumors are happening like yeah. overnight, and at like two a.m. our time, yeah. and I wake up and I, Marissa's like, we should really do this, and it, it was up You're at like, like, oh, should we? Who said that two days ago? I did. <laughs> I, I hate to say it, guys, but like, m- just listen, just listen to us, men. We know. No. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, not all the time, but I, sometimes I know what I'm talking about, man. You could have bought four tickets at twenty six bucks, and you would have sold two of them and paid for your entire trip. That would have been. Nuts! so we're going you know pay pay for a cruise that we're out of miami there you go uh well let's
2: uh let's finish up this game i mean C pulls one back in the 61st minute it kind of bounces around Libeled maybe looks like he doesn't clear it when he should have kind of gets caught ball watching
3: um were you nervous at all with 30 minutes left when they pulled one back way too much time absolutely yeah i was a little nervous uh i just It would have been different if there was like 10 minutes left. Right. But when you got a half hour, it's like, holy shit, this ain't done. Yeah. Like, we got to focus up here.
2: I felt like I maybe jinxed it because uh, it was a a really stupid joke. But after we scored our our, our third goal, I tweeted out from the pod, more like Aston FC, and I spelled it (laughs) A-S-S-T-I-M. And I
3: was like, like, oh, shoot, they're going to come back and score. I'm going to have to... (laughs) You were kind of a Twitter menace this game. I got to say it. (laughs) You were kind of a tweeting menace. And I think someone called you out and said, Jimmy hasn't had this much fun in forever. Right. Uh, Well, it's a good time. You got to be careful, bro. This is why we get trolls from other teams. Yeah, well, (laughs) it's fun when you're winning. (laughs) (laughs) And then I just ignore it when we're losing. So it's all good. Oh, my God. I can't do it. I can't talk the shit because I I know... (laughs) I've seen KU lose in the first round of the tournament too many times. Yeah. So I yeah. just can't talk that shit. No, I hear you.
2: But once it got to like 75, 80 minutes into the game, I was feeling better. Kyrie got his fourth goal, but then they called offside. He was offside by like a hair. Yeah. Really offside. Uh, and then in, in the 88th minute, um, it was a, a brilliant steal from Eric Tommy. And then there was just this little uh, give and go. Uh Kyrie to Tommy. Tommy fires it on frame. Stuver punches it away, and Kyrie does
3: exactly what you should do. He follows it up. He's there for the rebound, throws it in on Ball game. Stayed on side that whole time, dude. Staying on side after a shot is always so weird because you have to stay on side when that shooter shoots the ball. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be passed because you have to. I don't know. It's it, it's hard, right? It feels like it's a kind it, of a difficult it, thing sometimes.
2: Yeah, I mean it. I mean, in my experience playing right, in high-level right. soccer games including the uh, 2022 sporting kansas city media game media game yeah uh, it was even there was like we were playing the classic like uh 3 15 17 formation right um, it was a so, good one yeah and, and i was on the the right side of the back line of, of us three and i remember even then like i don't know why i'm looking over and no one's calling offside but i remember just like for the sake of the fun of it, like trying to hold a line or whatever. And I'm looking over at Thad Bell, who's our central defender. And and I'm trying to stay level with him. And I'm like, this is kind of hard to keep watching that and watch all that's happening up here. And so imagine now you're running at full speed. You're an actual athlete and you're trying to stay on side while also watching what's happening. It's tough.
3: Yeah, bro. So, that's why I never played defense. I'm like, put me in the midfield. You don't got to rely on me to be that last man. And you don't got to yeah. rely on me for big goals. Yeah. Kind of right in the middle.
2: Does, that, that's what you're going to do in the, the media game this year for sporting. I don't
3: know. Maybe I actually, I, I think I just, no, I'm just going to mark Daniel Sperry the whole time.
2: Well, we'll see what the teams are. Sperry scored last year and hopped over the fence toward uh, the cauldron.
3: So I know, I know, but if he's, if, he, if he's opposite me, I'm just going to be <laughs> his shadow. Him. I'll be like, Oh, our shoelaces are tied together. <laughs> Pretty funny. Um, we just, we'll just double him the whole time. You and me, there's double team Sperry. <laughs> just frustrate
2: him. Yep. Uh, I'll all man mark Chad and you can man mark Daniel. So Okay. Fair <laughs> enough.
3: Uh we're talking so, back already.
2: Yeah. After the game, um, well, during the game, I saw some tweets from a few different people. When Kyrie was coming in, there were some people who were mad. They're like, why why is Kyrie coming into the game? Why isn't Steven Afrifa coming into the game? And then I didn't hear it, but apparently there was booze when Kyrie walked onto the field. Yeah. Again. Yeah. And and so you know, I caped up for Kyrie a little bit after he scored on on uh, the, the pod Twitter account. And I asked Peter about it after because I was like, I'm sure we're going to get a good answer from Peter. And of course we did. And did. Peter said, uh, it's great. I think he should go like this to the crowd because he gets a lot of criticism and he holds up his hands to his ears. Like the, you know, can't hear it. He did what Landon Donovan did to sporting, to, to the cauldron when he scored the goal. Uh, yeah. A, a few years ago. Uh, but he goes, the bottom line is he's trying. He's been out of form but he's been working really hard to get back in form. And at the end of the day, we're not just a team. We're truly a family every day. We're working together and trying to overcome certain things. Sometimes I get a little bit upset with the fact that there's criticism thrown in a way where I know that the guy is working. So I'm very happy for him that he got the goal for the group. Now I want to get I'm your happy reaction, too, man. Yeah. I'm thrilled. It's an interesting answer from Peter. Cause one, it's like, well, you know, obviously Kyrie's not going to taunt the fans, But Peter didn't say Kyrie's been great this entire time. Peter said, yeah, he's been out of form, but he's been working. And I think that's probably why the boos and the criticism get to him. And I understand this part because that feels personal. And it's not like Kyrie is bad because he's not trying. If you're working your ass off and for whatever reason, it's just not clicking. Then I think that's where the booing feels that much worse because it's
3: like, what else can he do other than try?
2: and
3: when's the the last time a specific sporting kc player was booed i i don't know someone who's been supporting the club for a long long time might be able to reach back and tell me but the fact that this individual man like you want him to lose his job right that's so mean i i tell you i want him to come to your office building and go (laughs) boo (laughs) boo rich get rich off the desk
2: yeah He's trash. Well, and it's not his fault he's checking into the game in that moment. And I thought, I tweeted this out, that was the perfect moment for Kyrie to come into the game. You're up 3-1.
3: Polito's getting a little
2: tired. There's 15 minutes left. Use his size. Use his power to play a little defense and then maybe get a goal like that. Perfect Kyrie moment.
3: Also, is it booing Kyrie or is it booing Peter for making the decision? Because that's what it is at the end of the day. I
2: mean, based on some of the, the, I mean, yeah, but I think some of the people are they're directing the boos at Kyrie specifically, that's and some. Fine. And I just, but he hasn't
3: put himself on the field. He doesn't. He's not up and, to. That's not his fault. His uh, uh, you know, responsibility.
2: I just think I'm not saying you have to cheer if you're not happy with the decision to put him on, but I think
3: it is a little rough to to boo a specific player who hasn't done anything wrong in that moment. Uh, I, i'm a fan i'm a supporter uh if you listen to our one-on-one interview you'll see how we're best friends now uh, <laughs> it's just go back and listen to that that's a hell of a yeah. time no it one was one of good. the highlights of my life it was good
2: so uh sporting 4 uh, one after the results on sunday portland did win uh, so we fell from eighth to ninth but would you look at it as the total points stand right now sporting kansas city are in a playoff position so that's significant progress. People will be quick to point out, yeah,
3: but you look at points per game, they're not there yet, which is true. I know, but... people got games in hand, stuff like that, but people are about to play some midweek games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're about to catch LAFC off a midweek game too, man. I'm pretty excited about that one.
2: Back-to-back games against Houston after losing CONCACAF Champions League, and yeah. getting embarrassed by Houston at home, or excuse me, on the road. Now they got
3: Houston at home. We, we deserve this little break. We deserve to get a good team coming off a midweek game mm-hmm. because of what we had to do on the road and have a midweek game here and there. Like yeah. we, we deserve it and we need to take advantage of it. I just know the team's licking their chops and is ready to, uh, ready to rock. Yeah, absolutely.
2: It's, it's a home game, which is good. We went down to BMO field or whatever it's called now in LA it used to be bank of California, got a one, one draw. Uh, and Dennis should have won that game. Probably should have won. And he said that Kansas city was the best team they'd played all year. And now, lafc is feeling a little down i will just let you know that not only am i glad that they have a midweek game to make them more tired i'm glad they have a midweek game to take out their anger on the club that just beat them 4-0 because i didn't want to be the next team to play them after they got a beat down
3: from houston 4-0 and they blew Concacaf champions league we didn't want that smoke dude we didn't want that (laughs) that could have been bad they could have come in and tore us apart
2: i just but i'm you know here's here's the tough part uh marino johnny's He's going to be gone with Cypress. So who uh, steps for, in for your qualifiers? So that means that he's not there. Johnny
3: Russell's not going to play. He's still hurt.
2: I mean, getting Tyree Shelton Shari. Shari.
3: on the right wing. That's a very distinct possibility. So listen closely for the booze. There's still a couple of jerks out there. Mm-hmm. The other option, if you want to get a little crazy,
2: is uh, you put Gotti Keen to that left wing, start the what midfield trio that we had, and then put oh, Daniel Shallow
3: on the right wing. That's insane. That's insane. <laughs> It's possible, okay, but, yeah. But Daniel Daniels don't play on the right. I'm just throwing it <laughs> Daniels don't play right. We don't do that. Okay. Well,
2: Daniels, no Daniels. So, <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sure. Kustradomus is calling this one. Probably hate correct. being on the right, bro. Not a fan. <laughs> but I'm just saying that's a possibility. But I, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I think Kyrie is better on the wing than he is at striker. And I think Kyrie with Polito at striker is gonna be a little bit more interesting than Kyrie mm. sort of with Afrifa or Agata because they're that's... two different players. That's a
3: neat dynamic. I don't... I mean, we haven't really seen Kyrie play with Polito. Right. So that could be fun. Polito pulls people and creates so much space that if Kyrie can make some off-ball runs, which he can do pretty well... He holds it up, dude. People try to get the ball, and he's like, not gonna get it, not gonna get it. And he's so strong.
2: And he's learned... I can't go down to try to get fouls anymore because nobody's going to call a damn foul when I'm the one who goes down because he just simply never gets calls. Even when he does
3: go down, he doesn't get calls. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You know this man doesn't go down. Right. So when he is, you know something happened.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I mentioned I wouldn't be, I'm not calling my shot, but I wouldn't be surprised if Kyrie Shelton got a goal off the right wing because Polito pulled a couple central defenders away and created some space if Kyrie makes the run properly.
3: Oh boy. He said it. Okay. Well, I'm just throwing Whew. out there kidding me. Oh, I'm getting riled so, up guys for LAFC beat down. I'm getting so pumped. <laughs> I,
2: I will be happy if we come out of that game with LAFC with the results. I mean, you want to win at home, sure. obviously, but it,
3: as long as we don't lose and we keep this win uh, unbeaten streak going, I'm happy this sport dude is like, sometimes it seems like it's 90% confidence and Mm -hmm. 10% skill. And if you look at any team in the league and who, who should have the most confidence in major league soccer right now, it's sporting Kansas city, dude, like the, the freaking league Twitter account even tweeted out, like Sporting's the hottest team in the league. And these guys just keep winning and Mm -hmm. not just winning, but winning multiple goals at a time Mm -hmm. at home. Yeah. And then to have LAFC coming being like, well, we tied them at their place. Probably should have beat them. So let's let's finish the job at our place.
2: Yeah, you'd think if the team was the hottest team in the league, and they had a player oh. who got man of the match day, and and they had a uh, a couple of players on the the team of the match day that you know the, the the biggest league podcast would find more than a couple moments to just mention their name, but yeah. you know we have to cover Messi for thirty more minutes because we haven't done it enough.
3: I'm not trying to feel cocky. <laughs> I'm not trying to feel cocky, but I think uh, I'm wearing a rooster on my shirt. People, yeah. if you were watching YouTube, you'd get it. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think we can get some shit done here, man. On Saturday, I'm I'm very excited. Feeling good. Okay. I well, mean, get this though. It's a big weekend for both men and women's soccer teams. It is. The women play amazing Washington Spirit coming to town, mm-hmm. and we play defending champions LAFC. So yeah. it's like. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's Both teams got their work cut out for them.
2: They do, but, I mean, it's – this is – the West is such an interesting thing to look at right now because we're th- – I mean, granted, they've played four less games than we have because of uh, CONCACAF Champions League, but we're six points off of LAFC. So, and, you know, it's – I don't know. It's just – it's such a compressed conference from, like, 11th up to, like, 5th fourth dallas just lost in embarrassing fashion to portland anything can happen any of these teams goes on a two three game win streak and suddenly the entire complexion of the western conference has changed
3: yeah man so absolutely
2: we'll see uh we're gonna take one more quick break and then we got some more stuff to talk about after that
1: so we'll be right back thanks for listening to kc sports network make sure you download our new app find it on the app store or google play just search kc sports network Entertain, educate, inform KC Sports Network.
3: Hey, Hello, folks. <laughs> this is normally where I'd ask you if you saw that new Spider-Verse movie. I still haven't. I know. Hey, I need I know. to go. Man. I, I'm working on it. I know. I've heard it good is things. Perfection, you guys. Go go do yourself a favor. It's wild. I'll go see it. I know some people have already seen it like three or four times. So I if I still had AMCA list, I mm-hmm. would have gone a couple times already. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm working on it but um
2: you did mention earlier Robert Castellanos. I just want to give him a little bit more shine here because he did make team of the match day. He's made like a MLS appearance before he signed with Sporting Kansas City
3: and scored a goal in that appearance. He scored a goal.
2: So he's he's got his second career goal now. His first with uh, with Sporting KC, but he hmm. had some ups and downs earlier in this year when he was starting sure. and and to go from that to team of the match day This
3: game, this game was his game, Mm -hmm. his game, dude. I, when he, he had no business scoring and he was so pumped when he did. Yeah, And to hit that ball the way he did too, like it was not a clean shot, but he made it look good. Yeah. Um, I was so happy for him because like as a newer player and not really seeing the minutes that any player would like to see, he made the most of this opportunity and it was just amazing to see. He did. And it maybe takes a little
2: bit of the pressure off of bringing Fontas and Rosero back. I mean, they're getting uh break just to, to continue to rest. Rosero, he slight injury, I think,
3: but nothing too crazy. But hamstrings for all. Everyone just keeps hurting their hamstrings. That's the issue. Graham Zusie hurt his jumping on trampolines. Yeah. Did not, you see that? At du Soleil? I did,
2: yeah. Not <laughs> to know, uh, true, but not to put my boss on blast, but we play basketball a couple times a week at uh at work and we were always yeah. joking about who's going to be the first one to, to do their acl he didn't do his acl but we all thought he did his achilles because he was just dribbling and all of a sudden non-contact <laughs> pulls up and he's grabbing his uh, his right ankle what calf happened? area we think he strained his calf um he had a doctor look at it and they did like a achilles test They're like well it's not torn okay, that's guys. good but we, he can't walk he's sitting on the floor of the uh the, the community center and he's like, I'm not going to Google stuff because I don't want to scare myself. And I'm like, it's okay. I will Google stuff. So I'm, I'm Googling the symptoms. I will and, scare and you. Says, and he goes, <laughs> it feels like someone just punched me right in the calf. And right as he says that, I'm reading symptoms of a torn Achilles. And he goes, may feel like someone kicked you in the calf. And I was like, oh, no. This is not good. And it wasn't? Uh, apparently it's not. But this is what happens when you're in your you know mid to upper 30s and you're playing pickup basketball in the community center and you don't warm up ahead of time or stretch or do anything. You just end up hurting your calf as you're just you know mildly jogging down the court so oh my gosh dude forget that <laughs> uh but so yeah sporting kansas city climbing up the uh the standings um lafc coming to town you're feeling very confident
3: so so that's awesome well, now um, that you said that i don't know if i am well don't put that on I mean, me you're allowed to change your mind I know, but I was feeling confident. And then you're like, well, you're feeling confident. Well, don't tell me what I am. You've been very, you've been positive coups for like the last, you know, month and a half. So (sighs) things are looking good. Things are, we're beating teams we probably have no business beating. And we're tying teams we should be losing to. And it's just things are fun now, man. And the team's having fun. And Alan's scoring. And it's, we got defenders scoring who Mm -hmm. shouldn't even be on the field because other defenders are better. It's pretty crazy. Robert Castellanos, dude, I'm, I'm a fan. What a yeah. hell of a what a hell of a beast he had. He was. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move on to some
2: other news that is tangentially related to sport in Kansas City. Uh, the U.S. Men's National Team Concacaf Gold Cup roster came out, and oh. there is a, a familiar face who was on the roster wow. announcement, who also happened to be at the game on uh, on Saturday night. Graham, last, Zuzzi? free beer? Uh, no, I oh, wasn't Grand Graham. Zuzzi. No. It's not Graham Zusi, and it's not Mike Beasler or whatever that name was in that tweet from a few weeks ago. That yeah, I was well. Um Gianluca Buzio. He's, he's back in the in the mix, huh?
3: Called up to the U.S. Men's National Team for the Concacaf Gold Cup. So kind of cool, that's exciting. I'll watch. I always use. I always usually watch the Gold Cup. Normally, KC hosts a couple Gold Cup games, but I don't believe that's the case this year. Yeah, there's two tournaments. I think there's is it the
2: Nations League that's coming up, and then the Gold Cup as well. So there's a couple different rosters that are floating around. Mm-hmm. on the like four crossover between the two of them. But I'm excited because Buzio hasn't gotten a, a, a bunch
3: of minutes with the men's national team for a little bit. So true. We'll well, so he he kind of disappeared from our radar for a bit. Like of course there was a bunch of buzz right when he left, and everyone's paying attention to him and tweeting out right. videos of him. Uh, I haven't I haven't seen as much of that.
2: Well, I mean, he didn't get as much time with Venezia, and then they got relegated. So, and I believe I read he had a closet he could leave Venezia if they got relegated. But yeah. obviously, there needs to be somebody who wants him to come. And it, and it's hard when you're in a, a, a bottom or, or Serie B team and you're not getting a lot of play playing time. So, we'll see. Seems like he's going to stick it out with Venezia at least right now. But gotcha good for him. You can get maybe some of those was, good minutes there.
3: Maybe he was back in time, ta- back in town, uh, scoping out. Scoping out the old digs, maybe thinking about a return.
2: Yeah, he was wearing a Jake Davis jersey, which I thought was kind of cool.
3: Amazing. So, but uh yeah, so it, Jake I, Davis, by the way, amazing play last week. Jake Davis unreal. is playing so well. He's having these bone crunching tackles. He's got no fear. Mm-hmm. I'm just very impressed. Um, but he learned he learned from one of the best dude, Graham Zusy, one he of did. the most smartest players out there.
2: I don't know most what smartest? Jake Davis. I'll leave now. I don't know what Jake Davis wants to do long term in his career, but um if he decides he wants to switch to right back and maybe stay at right back, I think there's a legitimate future if he wants to be a fullback in MLS oh, because yeah. he's got what 10 games under his belt at most at that position, eight games under his belt in a position that's not his natural position, and he's doing better than Cam Duke ever did there. I mean, honestly. When Caden Pierre comes back, is Caden Pierre the, the, the right back behind Graham Zusi if you assume Zussi's the starter, or is Jake Davis? Some people think Jake
3: Davis should start over Graham Zusie. Dude, let's not go that far just yet. I mean, There's a lot of people who think that. I know, but that's crazy. Uh, and I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you why. I mean, let Jake get some more consistent games that, that he's consistently good, because every once in a while he'll, he'll make a little mistake. And he's I know in. what you're thinking right now. Stop yelling at me. I hear you. You're like, oh, my gosh, but Zusi makes mistakes, too. Yeah, but he makes up for it in handsomeness. Boozie's <laughs> <Zeus's> expected <laughs> handsomeness is, is very high. Absolutely.
2: So, yeah, it's uh it's an interesting time, but I don't know. It's um, I'm happy for Jake Davis. Happy that Buzio's is getting back into that uh, that U.S. men's national team picture.
3: So that'd be fun. That'd be fun to watch.
2: Outside of sporting Kansas City, there were a couple of wild goals. Did you see the Zellerian goal for Columbus that won this game in stoppage that- time?
3: Was that the uh, uh, mid- midfield yeah. uh, chip the in the chip keeper? I thought the, it tied um, the game. Did it win the game?
2: No, it was a winner. They, it was tied 1-1 one wow. one at the time in the 93rd minute with four minutes of stoppage time. That won them the game 2-1. Oh, my God. I thought it tied it up. I, I misread. That's crazy. How embarrassing is that? I mean, the keeper didn't really do anything wrong. You can't fully expect him to just launch it from you know 65 yards out, but it's pretty wild.
3: Yeah, I mean, the keeper was playing where keepers play when the ball right. is that far out. Like, right. uh, And I guess there was a moment, you know, I think you kind of see it on the replay that the guy checks his shoulder to see where the keeper is, and he knows if he gets the ball, he's going to, you know, flip it around and, and hit it. Yeah. And the keeper's not expecting his team to lose the ball. No. <laughs> so no. that's what happened.
2: Yeah, it was actually uh, – that was, that was the most mentioned that Sporting KC got in extra time this week is – when they were talking about when David Beckham chipped the ball at Community America Ballpark against oh. the Wizards, yeah, imagine so. that. What a
3: what a great <laughs> but, time. Yeah, Weeby, you know, come on, weird. you're from Kansas City. Yeah, but they give him a lot of shit. You know, he he tries to he almost undercompensates and, and like does less sporting talk because everyone else makes fun of him. I just I really thought I I was very careful with how I crafted the question from the
2: pod because he was like. Yeah, I know we're going to talk messy, but give us a, an actual question you think is interesting. So I'm like, okay, great. This is one of the best teams in the last month and a half. This is the how many points per game they're getting. Like, do you think this is a, sustainable? That's a good conversation to have.
3: Don't care. So it's a, it's a great conversation. I mean, it, it's just a weird thing. Pull up the standings on MLS right now, and we're right above that line. Mm-hmm. Where the hell were we a month ago? Yeah, not there. Not Mindless. there. It just shows, dude, a little, you know, a little belief goes a long way and uh, nothing's done until it's done. So this is going to be, I hope we're hitting a good stride. I hope Mm -hmm. we keep it going because if we let up on the gas pedal, we're going to dig a hole again and we can't have that.
2: In the last five minutes we have left here, I do want to talk as much as I was just making fun of extra time for doing it. I do want to talk a little bit more about Lionel Messi because it is obviously uh, a giant news story. So what, what are your overall thoughts on Lionel Messi coming to MLS?
3: Well, hasn't happened yet. He hasn't signed a damn thing. So I mean, this recording that's true. All this buzz. And he could just as well say, I've changed my mind. Actually. Uh, there's other circumstances in my life. I need to do something else. Like How it's not done until would it's done. Oh, it'd be so bad. It'd be so bad. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't believe it. So it's, It's amazing. And it's cool, you know, someone of that caliber to be here mm-hmm. uh, would be even cooler if he was playing against Sporting KC's Ronaldo. You know, uh, it'd be wild, man.
2: I'm I'm glad for a few reasons that Sporting KC didn't sign Ronaldo because he's not my favorite person. Just yeah. On like a personal level. Yeah, I mean, y'all can look up the allegations and potentially sure. confessions that he has about, you know, assault. But uh, this is, it is pretty wild that, potentially the Ballon d'Or current Ballon d'Or winner, because they're probably going to win the Ballon d'Or for this year is going to just be like, okay, cool. I'm going to go play on the worst team in major league soccer at a temporary stadium in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, That's pretty nuts. And the rumors that are flying around about like Sergio Busquets is probably going to come Angel Di Maria is probably going to come unfounded rumors about Neymar, which isn't happening by the way. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's, it's pretty wild that this is actually happening um we did get an email from Joey shondell he goes I'm assuming you're receiving tons of messy stuff uh, my question is gauging your feeling on every mls team picking up a part of his, of his fee is that real um well one he's just to answer the question he's not he doesn't have a fee it's a free transfer yeah uh, and and two um i don't know the technical ins and outs but no they're not every team is not paying part of his salary now you could argue that he's getting a percentage of the apple deal so that is based on the performance
3: of every team but it's it's, i don't know it's wild man because at the end of the day like yeah we're all freaking enemies and we hate this team and we hate this team but all the clubs do really come together Mm -hmm. and you know want what's best for the league because what's good for the league is good for them uh miami's tickets sold out in no time fly even even games where like messi will presumably not even be there or be playing at all yeah it's
2: it's pretty wild now i did see st louis they play uh miami like a week before messi's reportedly gonna make his first appearance and even their tickets went up to like 300 bucks
3: and i was like people i don't think you realize he's not gonna be there stupid no one's looking and and people are paying it i'm sure yeah because it's ignorance man and i i feel that uh Hell, we might not even see him against SKC. Like the dude is, has not retired from international competition. Yeah, but is it should, friendlies? Does he go play friendlies? I don't know.
2: He should retire.
3: We go out on top. World Cup. Why not? Why wouldn't you go out on top?
2: Yeah. Um, the, the last thing I want to say is, did you watch the the exchange Bruce Arena had with a reporter about Lionel Messi? Because it's no. pretty funny. Was it? It's like six Bruce minutes Arena? long. No, well, the the reporter was like trying to be like. Yeah they they have they they're violated they just got hammered 2 years ago for violating these roster rules and now the league is helping them and there's the Apple deal. Isn't this bad and Bruce Arena was basically like, "Bro, Lionel Messi's coming to play in Major League Soccer. I think this is a good thing." And he goes, "Last I checked, they had two designated players. They can pay him a billion dollars if they want to. He's their third designated player." And the, the reporter kind of was trying to be combative with him. And Bruce was like, honestly, they could have had three designated players. They could have made up a rule to bring them in. I wouldn't have really had a problem with it. Lionel Messi's coming to play in Major League Soccer. This is a good thing. <laughs> and he just like, it was. it's worth watching because Bruce is just like, I don't give a shit. Lionel Messi's he's, coming.
3: He's like, there's no transfer fee? Nah, let's yeah. just
2: say there is a transfer fee. I'll pay that shit. <laughs> and then the guy tried to be like, well, he, there's reports he's not going to play on turf. And he's like, well, they don't come here anyway. So it doesn't matter to me. It's it, it was pretty funny. Bruce was just like, yeah, bring on Lionel Messi. So.
3: Does, does Inter, wouldn't that be funny if Inter-Miami plays on turf?
2: <laughs> yeah, well, they're supposed to go to Atlanta, and, and there's turf there, and Charlotte. So
3: we'll see. And there, dude, I, I think it's unfounded, but there was something circling a while. I think it's been squashed, but something was circling that they would play some games at Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah, that was that a rumor. Miami Dolphins owners was like, yeah, no. That was like, a rumor,
2: but... Probably not is
3: yeah. how it sounds
2: now. So we'll see.
3: But... It's a, I I would love that. I would mm-hmm. love to plan a trip to just Miami and not have to go to Miami for by Fort way of Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> yeah.
2: But I don't know, man. It's wild times. I'm sure there will be more to come in, in the coming weeks. But for now, Sporting Kansas City above the playoff line. And we're excited.
3: So What is going on? LAFC this weekend, bro. LA coming to town. Mm-hmm. You ought to but, see um, if you can uh, go say hey to that buddy for us. I will try. I will try. But
2: uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully after, yeah, another victory pod against LAFC. Uh, but in, until then, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at nootherpod, at dancooser, at Mac 3 uh, Make sure you check out that Tacos and Bourbon Golf Tournament. Again, July 29th, Sunflower Hills Golf Course in Bonner Springs with the uh, Holiday Distillery and Mission Taco. Uh, you can click the link in the description or email Christian Gumminger. How do you say it? that sounds that, right to me that is it kcsnfoundation at gmail.com uh check us out on kcsn soccer on youtube and uh, download that kansas city sports network app but until next time he's dan i'm jimmy we'll catch y'all later see ya
3: tacos and bourbon you say
1: well that's a hole in one thank you for listening to kc sports network we appreciate your support don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard